Welcome to Pool Party Radio. This is the number one podcast about how terrible it is to be alive. I am your host, Parker, joined as always by co-host Jason Cumulus, the Razor Man. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome the fuck back. There, I said it. I used a curse. Man, nice. We're off to a good start this week. I like a cuss it. Cuss word. Old cursed word frisbee, they called him. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how you knew me. I, I use all the cusses. Damn, hell, but it's all there. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Don't. This isn't your grandma's podcast. I guess we should probably mention that we're actually thinking about doing the uh, L.A. Hollywood horror meetup this year. Oh, I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited, too, because we're both super excited about uh, Universal Studios. This isn't a plug for Universal Studios by any means. They didn't pay us anything. But if they want to give us free tickets, that'd be great. Uh, They're Haunted Hollywood Horror Nights. A lot of H sounds in there. I love alliteration for one. But also for two, their maze attractions are getting better and better every fucking year. Uh, Last year, they did the John Carpenter's Halloween uh, maze, and it was excellent. It was a long wait for it, but we got in, and it was uh, worth the wait, in my opinion, because I'm a huge fan of that. Mm-hmm. They're bringing that back, and they're going in what looks like a uh, chronological order of sequels. So they've got, like, Halloween 2. It's going to be in a hospital. But Michael Myers abounds. It's going to be spooky and scary. They've also got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, 2, actually, is what it looks like it's going to be. Um, so that's exciting. It should be a lot of fun. And... Getting back to the point of the the C word, they've got the exorcist, which is like one of my favorite uses of that word in film. Um, when it first appears from that awful British dude uh, talking about Reagan, and then when Reagan possessed uses it, uh, the same audio, like in uh, re- recapturing that awful British guy's voice. So I'm I'm probably gonna crack up laughing about that when we're walking through. Do you know what she did? Your hunting daughter. <laughs> I imagine they probably can't play that part nowadays. Mm. No, I mean, it's it's all, um, I mean, there's some restrictions to those lines, so like, I'm sure they'll, I hope they put it in. Because <laughs> I, I don't like saying that word that much anymore, and I would love to hear, I'd love to hear it as part of a, like, a spooky ride, spooky maze. Yeah, the spookiest part for me uh, in the Exorcist part is just going to be hearing the voices of British people. It's yeah, put <laughs> a shiver up my spine, going to make me sweat <laughs> right, right, you know, on my forehead. Yeah, because uh, how is that possible? Like we're in we're in the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. God damn it! Yeah, my uh, great grandpa didn't kill as many English people as possible uh, for me to be hearing English voices on Halloween. Yeah, Actually, so I guess, it's so spooky about it. I guess maybe technically he did. Like, now that's the only time I would hear them is on Halloween because they're ghosts. Because my grandpa killed them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like Wuthering Heights or something up in there. Very uh, spooky British people. I don't even understand that reference. I uh, saw is. this karaoke stuff last night. And uh, somebody did Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights. And... Uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, Kathy dies in it. She's a ghost. She's a British ghost. Well, my dad didn't kill a bunch of British people in the Revolutionary War to hear things about British, British ghosts. ghosts. So I'm not into that. 
Mm. Well, you you lucked out last year then because there was a uh, uh, oh hell, what was the name of that movie? That Guillermo del Toro film about ghosts. Oh, that, that stupid Crimson Peak. Crim yeah, Crimson Peaks. Oh, I hate that fucking movie. That was not a very scary movie. No, it was stupid. The whole time, oh, we got this mansion, but there's mud around it. Oh, oi crikey. <laughs> there were a lot of oi crikeys. A lot of tea and biscuits. A lot of incest, which I don't know if that's exactly a British thing, but it's a, it was definitely a, a spooky ghost movie thing. You've, for this. you've seen their uh, their skull structure, their facial bones. You know incest is a big part of what they do. Um, Those weak chins. This is weak chins. Non-existent <laughs> cheekbones. Uh, of course they're doing incest. Well, nah, I don't know about that. I think it was just those two. I don't know. Yeah, but not a spooky film. Not a, not a spooky, scary film. But you would have hated that maze because they had a maze of uh, of Crimson Peak. Is it more than one peak or is it just the one? I think there was just one peak. Oh, Crimson Peak. Then. There's Crimson Peak and then there's Twin Peaks. That's what you're confusing it with. That's right. Hey, did you know that there's a... Uh, uh, this is probably not interesting to you, but there's a David Lynch bar in Paris right now. It's called Silencio. It's based off of that movie we watched for Junk Food Dinner. Um, Mulholland Drive. They go to a bar called Silencio in that film. Uh, I did not know that. But Sean Byron will go. Sean Byron's probably upset now that he's going to like Argentina or something next week. And I'm sure now he would rather go to Paris. That way he could go to the David Lynch bar. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, also, you guys won't be doing any more art films from what I saw on podcast down. You guys are... <laughs> we got into a big fight. It seems like <laughs> you, did a, you did a poll that just uh, got everybody so heated. Everybody got real heated. Yeah, how's the State of the Union over in uh, Junk Food Dinner? That's good. We're all friendly. I like that people who aren't me got heat more heated than I did uh, because – seemed like, yeah. Like I was very heated because I like this week I have to watch a two-and-a-half-hour Hungarian art film about a, a magical circus full of whimsy and that teaches you the value of good in a world that is evil and all, like all this like uh, Ingrid Bergman stuff. And – but I'm glad that even people who don't have to endure such a movie were uh -huh. as, or as mad as me or more mad. <laughs> and I really respect that. I appreciated that. But it, you know, I was just, I'm just, I'm just really like super grumpy like the past month or so. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Why are you so grumpy? Uh, well, you know, I got this new job where I have to talk to people that's making me grumpy. That's uh, understandable. The publicity people. For Brett Michaels won't email me back. I'm trying to interview him for my newspaper. Uh, I suspect that they saw my Twitter and see that I'm like obsessed with Rock of Love and they don't want to ask him a bunch of questions about that. Uh, my favorite Facebook game, Marvel Avengers Alliance, is ending at the end of the month. Ouch. I'm pretty upset about that. I've been playing it every day for five years. Now all of a sudden they're like, oh no, it's just going to go away. After all this work, after getting Captain America to level 15, spending all that time grinding wow. through the dungeons. Dungeons? Well. Like Red Skull dungeons? Or are you just saying that to be like any maze where you have to collect shit and fight monsters? Yeah, it's pretty much that. 
I had to kill a lot of Nazis. You had to farm those Nazis. I had to farm the Nazis. So I'm just grumpy in general. Maybe I'm taking it out on the Hungarians. I haven't watched the movie yet, but if it sucks, I'm going to feel real justified. Although everybody on Letterboxd likes it. But then again, Letterboxd people are the kind of people who would go out of their way to like a Hungarian art film. So who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll change my tune. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There was an interesting conversation thread on uh, shortly after that poll went up. I think Sean Byron put it up about, a, okay, what movies are you kind of ashamed for? What arty movies are you kind of ashamed for liking? And I had one. It was uh, F is for Fake. It's this Orson Welles film from late 60s. And when it came out, or at least interviews with Orson Welles when he was doing this, because he had his hands all over it. He's like, I'm directing. I'm in it. I'm in this movie, and I'm going to edit it and oversee everything. Um. It's just a documentary, but he, he all these interviews he describes it as being like this is the future of of film. It's like, nah, it's a documentary, dog. You just made a documentary. That's all <laughs> this is. Like he does it in a unique way, but it's still about like art dealers. And he goes into a lot of discussion about it, but it's still just about like uh fake art dealers and whatnot. And the thing that I hate like I don't like about it is Every time Orson Welles is in it, it's like him at a dinner table and the camera, like the scene cuts to him and he's talking to dinner guests like, and then this artist was a faker faking the fake. And he just, he's so up his own ass. I'm like, good Lord, why am I watching this again? Because I've watched it a few times. <laughs> Despite my like, res- like not liking it, I, uh, or uh, not liking those parts, I'll sit through them. I won't even fast forward them because I... I don't know, maybe masochistic about it, I guess. Yeah, that's reasonable. I don't know too much about Orson Welles, other than he made Touch of Evil, which is tight, literally tight. Yeah, that's good. Um, but I so run- he did a lot of cool shit, and his, like, his bio is pretty fucking incredible. His bio attack in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, his his Bioshock uh, save game. <laughs> he, did, he did really well. <laughs> I'm proud of him. Yeah. Ironically, though, the day that we were all, like, arguing about, like, uh, arty, pretentious movie, I watched some uh, Jean-Luc Godard movie that night. Yeah. Like, while everybody – like, I excused this myself from the This is so thread. weird for me to hear you – like, <laughs> I can't believe those words just exited your mouth. Like, I never thought you'd uh, check out Godard. What did you think of it? Man. Well, I watched Contempt. Okay. I thought it was literally tight. Literally tight. I thought it was literally tight. I haven't watched that one. So is it about like bank robbers or something? Or No, it's about a writer who gets hired by Jack Palance. Really? So, yeah. It's like, I guess it's like a weird Godard. Like, I don't really know anything about him, but it's like a weird one because it's like partly American. It's like his American movie, people say. And like, that's why it's like not good or why it is good, depending on who you talk to, I guess. But Jack Palance hires this writer to uh, like punch up a script about the odyssey but while that's going on like him and bridget bardot who they're married but like they break up it's kind of like a before midnight movie but set in the 60s mm-hmm. it's kind of like that it's got that Linklater shit it's just people chatting for like 90 minutes oh i know you're into that yeah i was pretty into it i was like man these people are chatting so fucking hard dude this rules i love it <laughs> So I was into it. What have you seen? You like that Godard? Let's. This is our new segment. 
uh, hard for Godard. <laughs> Getting hard for Godard. Um, for Godard, I saw her in the yard. Uh, what is what song is that? <laughs> it's a DBX song. It's like a Godard, oh okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Pierre Lafou. That has a pretty great scene in it. Uh, that's memorable of uh, French people acting like Americans. And they also had some Americans on set, some Navy guys. It's really weirdly cut. And the end of that movie is great, too. Um, and uh, that's just basically about, like, the dynamic relationships between men and women and being thoughtful about that. Um, what else? It sounds problematic. I bet it's probably problematic in 2016. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's on Criterion, <laughs> so you can like rub your chin to it and be like, no, I mean, it's problematic, but it was a different time. Uh, Breathless, that was the first one that I saw, and I really like that one. Mm-hmm. That's the one the kids like, I think. Yeah, I saw it when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, children, it's, it's, it's a children's movie. <laughs> it's what it's, I mean it's a movie like. for children. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got Masculine. Band of Outsiders. That's a really good one. I really like that one. It's fun. A man and really creepy at the end. Oh, um, but that one, like again, swindlers abounds in that. So I, that's why I was like, "Hey, were there swindlers in that one that you watched?" No, that's what I was asking. I had no swindlers. So you liked that movie? You were impressed by it? Impressed, Mister Frisbee? Oh, very. They got it. They they took what I said. And they restated it, um, <laughs> just like Mike Dick with every episode that we do uh, on podcast town, at least. That's yeah. True. I do like Mike's yeah, comments good stuff. where we'll talk about something and then Mike will be like, you guys talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. I've, I find it humorous, though. I'm like, well, I did say those things. <laughs> That's, I don't. I don't think it's like spoiling it or anything because it's just lifted um, from whatever conversation. Like he'll probably lift this part of the conversation. Like, oh, they were talking about me talking about the show. Um, again, in podcast town. So go to podcast town if you're into that sort of thing. If our episode summaries are not enough for you, you greedy <laughs> bastards on our fucking website, then you can go to podcast town and check out our thread there, and you'll probably get some. Uh, Contextualist bits and pieces from the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the show. Yeah. Tell me about the time that you were super grumpy because you had to get an oil change yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were talking about this before. Um, I've been super grumpy, too, this past month and sleepy. Grumpy and sleepy, like an old man, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if I may interject real quick. I'm the uh-huh. oldest man on earth uh, because yeah. today I accidentally called somebody using Facebook Messenger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't even know that that was a thing. How but did like, that go? I, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was cool. Like, it was like real refreshing to like have called a person and talked to them. Like, cause I don't think I've done that in like seven years. But yeah, it was like we were both like really shocked. Like, I guess I like, I didn't even know there was like a, I guess there's a call button in the top right. And I accidentally pushed that, uh, instead of pushing the button for Marvel Alliance or whatever. And, oh. uh, 
And so I was just talking to somebody suddenly, and it was scary. And I felt like the oldest man that's ever lived, like not understanding how a phone works or the capabilities of it. And uh, yeah, it was it was rough. That's understandable. Yeah, I would be freaked out too if like I just wanted to level up Captain America, and all of a sudden, like I'm kind of falling backwards in the social interaction. It's like, no, I was wanting to do the opposite of this. <laughs> yeah, this is literally the opposite of what I wanted. Was it a good experience, though, or were you, like, just nervous the entire time? Uh, it was it was pretty hard. It could have gone worse. I mean, like, it was somebody that, like, uh, is pretty chill. So, like, I mean, it's not, like, you know, just, like, some stranger, more or less. So, like, that was that was the upside. But uh, I, I was so confused. I felt like how Patrick must have felt in Podcast Town the other day. Patrick, uh, from the Blind Podsman podcast. Yeah, my other podcast, Zatuichi, the Blind Podsman. Check it out. Check that podcast out. Um, he posted like all. He posted some stuff in a thread, but it was like the wrong thread, so it yeah. like, completely <laughs> derailed was, everything. That was adorable. That was, I thought that was great. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I meant to post this in the other thread. But it fits so seamlessly, and sometimes like those threads will go off the rails anyway. Like somebody will just post, "Hey, here's what's on my mind now." I know we're talking about pizza, like corn on pizza or some bullshit, but here's what I think of this movie that just came out, and people generally be down with it. So he didn't even have to draw attention to it, uh, but he did, and it was funny. Yeah, and the funniest part was that the comment in question was insulting everybody for how old and geriatric they are. <laughs> <laughs> Hoisted by his own petard. Mm-hmm. Hoisted by his own godard. I'm going to start using that. And I'll have to figure out a way that that actually makes sense for an occasion. <laughs> Be like, he was hoisted by his own godard. Um, but yeah, calling people out on being geriatric and not knowing how technology works. And misposting. It's fun. Yeah. I thought it was a good uh, a good moment in time. Speaking of moments in time... Yeah. Let's talk about that time that you had to get an oil, <laughs> get my change. oil change. I kind of hope that we just keep getting uh, distracted by other events. Be like, oh, wait, actually, this reminds me of something else. And so it's like there's no story about getting my oil changed. It's just <laughs> it's just this red herring. It's like, oh, what about that oil change, though? Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, it's like a Hitchcock movie where you think it's going to be about the secretary who steals $20,000, but instead it's about a serial killer halfway through. Yeah, yeah. This episode is supposed to be about an oil change, but instead it's going to be about all this other stuff. Yeah, it's about like how grumpy we are uh, in our personal lives. Actually, this story is something about being grumpy, so I'm going to go into it anyway. Uh, okay. I, I, had a, I had some time to get my oil change yesterday. I got out early from work, and I was like, oh, okay, there's nobody in line. Nobody queued up. I'll go and do this. Oh, wait. Hold on. Be- go there? Before you get into this story, there's this, one of the audience members has something to say. Go ahead, Frisbee. Make a speech. I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> interrupt your speech to tell you to make the speech. All right. <laughs> it's, it's like making fun of people who don't know how to use technology in misposting that post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh god, that was that was so that was so rich and good. I just liked his realization of it. Um, <laughs> I'm so nervous posting that thread because I'm just like, yeah, if I misspell something, somebody's gonna call me out on it, or if I don't 
if I'm posting the wrong thread, somebody's going to call it out. So I have a lot of respect for people who are in there, like posting daily and uh, continue to post, I guess. Yeah. That's the, when you look in the def, in the dictionary now for the definition of bravery, it's uh, not the absence of fear, <laughs> but the courage to post freely in podcasting. Uh-huh. <laughs> without people making fun of you to look at the people no to know you're going to be made fun of no matter what for posting something and still post anyway yeah it's the permanence of it all like everybody was so up in arms like oh our our government's watching you every move and recording everything it's like fuck that podcast down is mm-hmm. like people are just taking uh snapshots of everything that's posted i got so, the, i got the screenshots to prove it i'm i'm saving everything I got yeah, it all. You're archiving material right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Like you're multitasking. You're hosting this show and you're archiving shit from Podcast Town. Mm-hmm. Saving all the times that Shelby says mean words for 30 years from now when words like dumb are, are no longer cool, no longer in fashion. You can't say those. They're problematic. I'm going to be like, hey, I remember 30 years ago, Shelby, when you called somebody dumb. <laughs> he racist. Yeah, it's it's good for posterity. You're gonna have them, and for blackmail. Mm-hmm. That's especially good. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. So like, whenever I, I do post, I uh, like I don't even post pictures of food, and that's what half of it is now. Anyway, like I remember when this like the inception of this was supposed to be, um, basically like a a uh, a loose network. Like, it wasn't going to have a web page or anything. Like, hey, check out Kissing Contest. Hey, check out Ilkhan or Junk Food Dinner. It was just a place where we could all congregate and talk. Mm-hmm. And all we fucking talk about is food. And it's, I don't know. It doesn't even make me hungry either. Because sometimes it's like, I don't know, corn on pizza, a Totino's pizza. It's not appetizing. Mm-mm. Man, people are really upset. As much as people were upset about the Hungarian art films, people were really upset about the idea of putting corn on pizza. And why would anybody defend it either? I mean, what's your dog in this fight? You know, it's just a dumb looking food. And they're treating it as like, hey, this is a purely California thing. It's like, ooh, how chic. You took the most Midwestern thing and put on something that's okay. I'm like, <laughs> just, just, it's pizza, man. It's like chili dogs. Like, it's an all right food. I'm excited for fried chicken, though. Finally, like, it's something I can. Uh, that's a horse I can get behind, you know? It's something you can sink your teeth into? Oh, yeah, you said it! Ah. Oh, man. Andy alarms. Of- Those are good. That was a good one. You know, speaking of Podcast Town. Yeah? We've been spoiling all the news, but there's a man who dedicates his life to chronicling the news of Podcast Town. Did you know about this man, Frisbee? Uh, not only do I know of this man, but I'm a huge fan of this man. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. We've got some... Podcast Town News from Wayne. He's the sleepiest reporter in all of journalism. And With the best bed music. Uh, oh, that's a good pun. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the a good sleepiest reporter. Oh, here. Oh, all right, sorry. everybody. Oh, here, born here. here. Doing this in my backyard <laughs> because it's nice and quiet in that motherfucker. Podcast Town News for Pool Party Radio as always. Nice to see that Scott King of the Internet is has jumped on the bandwagon of singular, open-minded, one singular person 
podcasting about great things, even though, to be honest, if you're cutting, if you're eating a fucking burrito with a fork and knife, you're a little too fancy for my ass. It's a little <laughs> too, like, fucking high rich and shit, and just, ugh, not good. Uh, what else I got here? I write them down. <laughs> yeah. Some asshole just posted about wanting to understand and explain ammo to people. I don't know. It's kind of really kind of Trumpy-esque, you know what I mean? Make America great again type bullshit. It kind of scares the crap out of me. If that's the kind of people that are coming into town, I may have to move to Canada. Fuck that. Uh... Everybody, I hope you're all loving fried chicken fall. Brought to you by, uh, I don't know who the hell it is. You know, it could be <laughs> Ilkhan, it could be Kissing Contest. You know what? It's probably by, you know, you know who probably did it, to be honest? It's probably Trash Video, probably. It's, probably, it's all sponsored by <laughs> Trash Video. That's what it is. I hope everybody's having fun eating their fried chicken. Who knows what Christmas is, winter is going to be like. Oh, fuck my ass. It's going to be terrible, probably. Um, <laughs> talking about that, everybody's talking about their favorite. Limited edition colas. I never got into the Crystal Pepsi, and that's that holiday spice one tasted like dog shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, just like I don't, I don't get it. Uh, what else are we doing here? The guy from the Popcorn Poops, which is what, who the fuck names their podcast Popcorn Poops? Really, I mean, but he posted some weird VHS. I gotta give him that. Tap 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 tap. I'll clap a little golf clap for him. But, uh, nice. Who the fuck names their podcast Popcorn Poops? I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Somebody posted about the ICP game. Gives a shit. ICP can suck a dick. Uh, Sean Byron needs to stop posting pictures of trash bags that he's carrying around like some old bum. I don't know. I don't get it. I think it's kind of lame. Now, to be honest, why I haven't done this in a couple weeks? One, you know, the boss over there, Paca... <laughs> decided to go bi-weekly, and I kind of fucked up last week. But I needed a little break. I needed a little fucking vacation from this place. Because you know why? You guys have always been sucking shit and not posting really good stuff. <laughs> Even the freaking list of stuff I have here written down. Garbage. Because 90% of it sucks dick. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, what am I saying? Anything else? Now I think I'm done. I think I'm fucking done. Until uh, Parker needs another one of these. Kill yourselves. <laughs> I wonder if the rest of this is all just outro music. Because there's like a minute left. Yeah, working on it. Well, we'll put it in the background. It can be our bed music. Wow. Oh, is this the song from Phantasm? That's what I thought at first, but no, that one's faster. Yeah. There's no snaps. Well, I like it, though. Yeah, it's good. I was wondering if it was, like, from some horror film from around that time. Maybe, like, uh... Oh, shit, maybe it is. She left him so blue. Well, Well, that's Wayne. Wayne's cool. Yeah, that was great. I was... uh, I anticipated bed music under the talking, but that was great anyway. And the uh, outro was also very good. Yeah, that was um, good. I bet this podcast town makes you feel better. Feeling better, Mr. Frisbee? Yeah, that report did lift my spirits a bit. Um, it's kind of reiterating some of the stuff we were talking about. He mentioned fried chicken fr- uh, fall. Yep. Uh, 
And who is to attribute to whom, you know? Yeah. Could be could be anyone. Could be Trash Video, though. And I would like to uh, see Trash Video get involved with whatever culinary thing is next, because uh, from what I understand, that Seth is a culinary dude. So that'd be rad. Yeah, I really think we should defer to him mm-hmm. on uh, whatever seasonal food is out there on account of he's uh, an actual cook. Also... Yeah. Uh, falls kind of reserved for the pumpkin spice channel. I don't know. I don't know. Call oh, me old yeah. fashioned. We got to get back on that spice channel, right? Yeah, especially the pumpkin spice channel. We got to find out what's pumpkin any and what's not. So we're going to mm-hmm. be on the lookout. Uh, anyway, we got a good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. Have you heard about this? I have heard about this. And we're on eighth grade now in our series of uh, uh, grades one through 12. Yeah. We had a chill bro who was going to be our guest, put our magic to the test, but uh, he canceled, which is kind of like a metaphor for dropping out of school, right? Yeah, like, which is pretty funny, bold. It's a funny um, parallel. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so we're doing eighth grade this time. Uh, and I would like if you, Mr. Frisbee, would start off. Come right ahead, Mr. Frisbee. We're waiting for you. Oh, great. <laughs> I love how sensual that sounded. <laughs> it was uh, What is your good? My good for eighth grade? Um, dances. I actually went to mixers in uh, both seventh and eighth grade, but eighth grade was particularly special because uh, there was this thing called a snowball dance. Are you familiar with what this is? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? That's where, like, you go to a school dance and then, like, the girls spit the cum in your mouth see okay that was gonna be my uh thing because i'd watched clerks (laughs) since like sixth or fifth grade so going into the dance i was pretty confused it's like okay i mean this seems really wrong but okay (laughs) and uh nah it's it's when they uh like the guys kind of just are wallflowers which i was accustomed to being anyway and the girls choose their next dance partner by uh, giving them a kiss um, on the cheek in this instance. Man, and perverse. The go- this is what the government does with your tax dollars. They make little kids kiss. Now this this was at a <laughs> this was not like a school sanctioned thing. Oh. It was like at a, a bar mitzvah. Uh, that was the one I was talking about earlier. The mixers were different. The mixers were like. I mean, those were weird in its own right because you have a DJ playing like "I Want to Sex You Up." To fourteen-year-old kids, thirteen-year-old kids. I do remember that being at a lot of uh, a lot of the dances in school. Yeah, yeah, it was. Those were weird, but the slow dances were cool because, like, I mean, I don't, I can't bust a move. I'm just some goofy suburbanite kid, uh, just hanging out at the mixer, talking to friends and shit. Um, but when I got the slow dances, people would actually like seek out a partner and slow dance. So that was rad. I was actually down for that. Um, you were DTD, down to dance. DTD, yeah. Uh, down to dance. Down to uh, Nabby. Down to Nabby, yeah. <laughs> actually, DTD was down to DDR. And DDR was uh, Dance Dance Revolution. Was <laughs> Where you just jump on... You stomp on pads like a Neanderthal. I remember that. 
I remember yes. uh, one of my favorite Marquis de Sade stories actually takes place during the Dance Dance French Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it was the most disappointing revolution because like I really thought people would learn how to dance from this, but they're just uh, clogging around. Looks gross. Yeah, but that's why we now celebrate Dance Steel Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Every every year. Every year, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, uh, did snowball you get- dance. Uh, I was a little bit confused going in. I mean, I'm not too confused because obviously, like, no, there's no way. But there is, that's the only snowball-related thing uh, that I had heard of. Uh, it was from the movie Clerks. <laughs> so it's like, surely nobody else. And I asked around, like, have you ever seen the movie Clerks before? And they're like, no. Okay, never mind. Because this is very funny to me, I guess, and no one else. But yeah, what about you? What was your good? My good is uh, is comic books and Magic the Gathering. I mean, yeah, Magic the Gathering. That's the name of that game. Uh, this was a year where like, I got – I was like just fully out as a nerd, I guess. You know, I came out of the closet. The nerd closet. Yeah, and Huber Heights got a comic book shop, and there was a comic book shop on the. Oh, fuck. Um, I know the one you're talking about. Uh, the one next to Blockbuster? That was like hmm. there in that strip mall for like. Uh, it was a few years that it was there, and then it closed down. But it was like a, a chain. There was one in downtown, too. I forget the name of it. It was like Dragon something. Oh, it wasn't Dragon's Lair? It was. Uh... Yeah, it might have been that. It was Dragon something. Yeah, but I, I, I do remember that. Like, half the stuff was tabletop gaming shit, like Dungeons & Dragons. And I had no interest in that at that age. I was just like, where are your comic books? <laughs> I just want some dope Spider-Man trades, which I later found out weren't as dope as I thought they were. Man, those 90s Spider-Mans were the worst. Yeah. I tried w- reading Maximum Carnage the other day. Man, it was garbage. It's, pre- it's pretty dumb. Like, it's real appealing to... Uh, somebody who's 12 to 14, but, uh, yeah, then it got into like the clone shit. Yeah. in yep. Gross. Yeah. Real, real stupid, but I digress. What was your, uh, well thing? It just, it helped you, uh, tap into that dirtiness you were, you were exploring. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I was like, uh, I was getting into comics at the time. Like the max, right? Yeah, the Max for sure was a huge one. I got mm-hmm. into like the Watchmans around then, um, the Dark Knights, the Frank Millers, uh, like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, I think was around that time or maybe a little later. Yeah, it maybe been like what, 98 for you? 99? 98? No, 90s. This would be like 97. Okay. Yeah, I think that's still right. Uh, yeah. Still matches. So yeah, I was getting into like a lot of stuff like that. There was a comic I liked that Slave Labor put out called Slacker Comics. Um, but yeah, so I was getting into that stuff. Mostly I was like getting into like magic. Like I met some friends who were kind of nerdy. They were into like Lord of the Rings. And like I was like, what is this Lord of the Rings garbage that I have no idea what it is right now, but in 10 years I'll be obsessed with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Or even shorter than that, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, and yeah, it was like just like a fun time. Of getting into like that kind of shit and like listening to Ween 
starting to listen to the ween and uh just feeling pretty good about life feeling like i found my niche my niche however you want to pronounce it feeling like i found uh the good stuff in life right on and that's that's a good if i've ever heard one ah the quintessential good yeah (laughs) what's it's very philosophical what's quintessentially good comic books and ween um (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, that's like your, that's your, uh, Conan the Barbarian thing. It's like, Parker, what is best in life? Comic books, ween. <laughs> magic cards. And magic cards. Like it zooms in on you on a throne <laughs> and you're just looking dead ahead. Hearing the lamentations of ween, uh, during Ocean Man or something. Um, mm-hmm. my bad for eighth grade was a healthy dose of being super self-conscious. I had not really gone through a lot of this beforehand, and this is like the year that it hit. And I put a lot of that on this being like the start of my teeth issues. Uh, my teeth are super strong. They are strong like bull. <laughs> they, uh, they're foundations into the earth, swords in the stone, um, I wasn't losing my teeth and they're like, listen, your, your adult teeth are not like dropping because your uh, first gen teeth are, are still there. Wait, would you say that your teeth now are as strong as a wall made out of stone? Um, sure. Stonewall Frisbee. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly that. Uh, Stonewall Frisbee. That's what they called me in a weird roundabout way to refer to my teeth. <laughs> I remember that being your nickname. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I ended up getting like nine teeth pulled uh, over a couple months. Nine baby teeth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're all like molars, so they're kind of hidden, but whenever I smiled, like you could tell that there's like some shit going on back there um and then that was followed by like some dental surgeries and then braces that would be on me throughout high school like i got them a month or so before high school and then they were taken off like a month or two after i graduated it was a perfect uh fuck you in your your formative years experience like if you thought you were going to be self-conscious before who boy look out I'm grateful for the teeth I have. I, I'm glad that I have them, but yeah, it was a weird time. And uh, it was the first time I was like really self-judgmental or self-critical or whatever. Self-conscious, I guess, is what I start off. So I'll stick with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, come now, Mr. Frisbee. You do yourself a terrible injustice. I re- thank you. I realize that now. Uh, <laughs> so better for it. I don't have any weird teeth hangups either. Like I don't judge other people's teeth. I never had that weird nightmare about like your teeth getting falling out of your face or something like that. I did see something recently though. I was actually, I texted you about this. There's that new show on sci-fi uh, that's coming out at the end of September. I think uh, Max Landis is involved with it. What's the name of it again? Oh yeah. The, um, well, it's based on like the creepypastas. Yeah. It's called like zero hour or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Anyway, the uh, trailer for it, I don't know if you ever watched it, but there's a, uh, 
the trailer is super, super fucking creepy. And it's a long shot of like this car out in a, a field with like some trees behind it. Looks very like Midwest familiar, like these oak trees and no one's around. And then you see this figure pop up on the right side of the screen. It's kind of blurred. It's like this alien looking figure. And then there's a shot from inside the car of like this lifeless hand. Uh, looks like a kid's hand. And then the creature is approaching it. And it's a creature made entirely out of teeth. Ugh. Yeah, it is super fucked. And he goes up to this kid's hand from the same shot. And like this uh, opening appears where his mouth is, this creature's mouth. And he like gently puts the hand into his mouth and starts like to masticate. It's really, really gross. I don't like anything about that. Well, it's super creepy, man. Um, I don't know if you're supposed to, but it's a, it's something original that's happening on TV. So, uh, there you have it. Creepy, creepy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Um, my parents really wanted me to get braces when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't necessarily regret not doing it. But I feel like my logic was flawed. Like, I was like, no, man, if I get braces, like, uh, and this was maybe like a little bit before eighth grade that they wanted me to do it. I was like, if I get braces, though, like, people will make fun of me and I won't get any chicks. (laughs) And then, like, but like, that wasn't even a factor I would soon find out. Yeah. yeah. I I know, like, as I went on through high school, I had the same. That's when I started to, like, take it easier on myself. Like, yeah, if I didn't have braces, really, who am I kidding? Like, what are the odds? What are the chances that I would be like a Casanova here, despite what that love tester machine told me at uh, the bar or uh, the Casanos a couple years ago? <laughs> By the way, that that sci-fi show is called Channel Zero. Um, Channel Zero. Channel Zero. Uh, there are new sponsors. They're sponsoring us this week. Channel Zero. Uh, go to the Sci-Fi Channel and put in the promo code Pool Party, and you will receive ten percent off your first Channel Zero. Yeah. Your first watch. Yep. Just uh, all you got to do is just put the Channel Zero into an envelope. Use stamps.com to uh, mail it off. You know, you just print it out. You weigh it. You print it out. Uh, use promo code POOLPARTY at stamps.com to get 10% off your first Channel Zero mailing certificate. And, uh, you know, just uh, if you got a website you want to use, you got to go to Squarespace. You got to use 10% off of the t- promo code POOLPARTY at squarespace.com. You want Loot Crate? 10% off pool party promo code at lootcrate.com. Do you want them? beds? How do you feel about beds shipped straight to your door? You like sleeping, right? Well, use 10% off uh, of pool party radio discount. When Every time you type in 10% off, you get a pool party radio discount off your first sleep. You'll Just good dreams. No more bad sleep. No more bad sleep. Do you shave Harry's razors? 10% off. Promo code pool party. I gotta use those uh, those pool party promo codes. I think you can save a lot of money by using the pool party <laughs> promo code. Just type it in. See what happens. Yeah, what? wherever you are, ask the cashier at uh, uh, fucking Little Caesars. Hey, can I type in pool party radio to get ten percent off this? Uh, uh, 10 pizzas for $2 deal that you have going right now. 
go and use our click-through link to get to Amazon and get 10% off the movie The Ten on Blu-ray. Starring David Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, I wish I could yell. <laughs> I can't right now. My voice is so strained. I was yelling all last night. I saw a friend uh, do some karaoke. And uh, and you were not happy with it. You yelled at him. I, I booed my lungs out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else was cheering, but I'm like, no, boo this friend. <laughs> this rendition of Fly by Lenny Kravitz sucks. <laughs> And maybe it's just because I don't like the song Fly by Lenny Kravitz, but this rendition in particular, not a fan. Man, I went through like a six-month period in like 2007 where I thought Lenny Kravitz was like so fucking cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was like so seriously into like like all of his music for like six months. I was like, man, this fucking – what have I been sleeping on this for? This rules. Really? This is amazing. Huh. I haven't listened to it since though, so I don't know if it holds <laughs> Okay. But for those six months, man, I was feeling it. All about it. Uh, my bad for eighth grade is that uh, I had to move right as I was feeling the flow. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had to move away. My mom and my stepdad got a divorce. Yep. And so she moved to Virginia to stay with one of her friends. And I hung back with my stepdad because I didn't want to leave. And uh, and he, eventually he was like, oh, this is weird. You can't do this. You got to go with your mom because we're not actually related. But it worked out for a while. For like three months or something, it was chill. And he was like, uh, I don't know if the law will allow this. This is weird. Um, so I had to go. But it was like – and he was like, I appreciate that you wanted to stay with me. It shows me that you care a great deal about me. And I was like, dude, I want to stay here with my friends. Get over yourself, you piece of crap. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I moved. So I eventually had to move to Virginia, right in the middle of all the magic card tournaments and all the comic book collecting. I had to move to fucking uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. And this was back before it was gentrified. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's Brooklyn, sorry. Um, but yeah, so I had to <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Williamsburg, Virginia is like where like – like the only thing that they have there is like a Bush Gardens – and the idea that like a very important civil war battle was fought there and it was like the tiniest place on earth it was so shitty i was like so it was like moving to california at first like because i moved and like people would be like hey where are you from and i'd be like ohio and they'd be like oh is that like one of those podunk places and it's like motherfucker we live 45 minutes from a city here in williamsburg fucking virginia like it pisses me off. And I still get that shit here in California. Oh, you're from Ohio. It must be crazy to live in California. Yeah, it's crazy because people fucking, fucking work. No sense of geography. They have no sense of geography. Everybody's fucking on. Everybody has a cowboy hat in California. They like no, legitimately bad. ride horses from place to place. And you're talking about Ohio. Ooh, it must be a small town. <laughs> anyway, this shit makes me so mad. Anyway, so. I got a lot of that crap in Virginia. Uh, it was like kind of shitty. It was, there was like nothing really to do. Uh, they made me wear a gym uniform in school. What? You had to like wait. throughout the entire school day or only during gym class? Only during gym class. Like you couldn't okay. just like 
change into whatever shorts and old t-shirt you wanted. Like you had to wear like a specific uniform. Like it was the fucking sixties. Like I was in Carrie or something. Oh, okay. So you couldn't wear like your, uh, knockoff Simpsons merchandise shirt. Yeah. from, From Palm Beach. And like my first day in gym, they gave me like shorts that were like too small. So like, they were like really, you could see like my whole outline of my penis basically. It's very, very ridiculous. Not a good way to start the school year. Uh, so that was bad. And then I moved back eventually. Like my mom moved like out. Uh, we moved away from Virginia after like three months or something. And then we moved to a neighboring town, not like the town I moved away from, but like the town next to it, which is where like I was in school from like first to fourth grade. Uh huh. So I had to go back to school and like that was really surreal. Like the fact that like all of a sudden I was in school again with people I was in like, you know, first through I guess fifth grade with. And like those dynamics are really weird because like I had this friend in like second grade who was like my best friend. But then now in eighth grade, he was like a total like nerd and like not like the comic book kind, but like the kind where like. Uh, like showering was not an option, like that kind, like the not fun kind. <laughs> um, and like he, you know, like, so like he automatically thought that we'd be best friends again. And I, and like that was real awkward, like that I had to like not ever be friends with him because he was real smelly and not, uh, enjoyable to be around. Mm hmm. And like, so like there was a lot of like things like that, like, you know, like your girlfriend from second grade. Or whatever, like now all of a sudden you're hanging out in eighth grade and it's like, well, what is this? Are we supposed to make out because we were uh, boyfriend and girlfriend in second grade? Or what's going on? Are we even supposed to pretend like we know each other? And yeah, then, yeah. And then like kids you were like good friends with in second grade who are like now all of a sudden like jock types who are supposed to be beating me up for reading comic books in class. Like that's a weird dynamic. It was like really surreal and weird, like moving back to a town that you missed five years out of. Um, but then eventually, like another three months later, I moved back to Huber Heights and got right back into everything. Like nothing ever happened. It was the weirdest year of all time. That is surreal. Yeah, like jumping towns like that, this weird uh, break from your Huber Heights life to revisit this other alternate timeline. Yeah. So here's how things would have been. Yeah, exactly. It was like... It was like an episode of Sliders where it was just like, all right, take time out to imagine what life would be like if you lived permanently in Williamsburg, Virginia. And now take time to imagine another alternate universe where you never moved away from Riverside in fifth grade. Like it was it was weird. And then like there was another alternate timeline. We moved to another town for like a week where um, where like Russia won World War Two. Oh, I remember that town. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was a weird one. Uh, what is your ugly? Uh, my ugly is probably um, trying to figure out a way to phrase this. Um, I'll, I think hazing is probably the best way. Like I'd seen kids bullied before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I'd seen like. So I get their books dumped in the hallway. Uh, and that's about as like the heaviest bullying that went down, and to my knowledge. And it's like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Why are we even doing this? But then I still like, this was the weirdest thing. It was, it's kind of like the moment at the end of Mulholland Drive 
or not the end of it, but towards the beginning, where that guy's talking about what's behind the dumpster, and it's that weird trash lady. Yeah. Um, and it's that the reveal of it is so strange. Like he's approaching this corner, and when he gets close to the corner, he sees something, and he's like, he freaks out, and the terror is there and real. This is what happened to me. I was going down the hallway, <laughs> and I think it was towards like a band room or something, and I heard this uh, fighting going on. And like, what is what is happening down here? So I went down the hallway, approached the corner door uh, or like the uh, the doorway that would where the sound was coming from. There's some kind of struggle, and I go in and I see one of my friends like holding down this younger kid and squatting over him and farting onto his head. <laughs> and I'm like, Brian, what the hell? What are you doing? This is terrible. Like this entire scene is awful. And he's like, "Oh no, no. He he got first chair." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Cuz I didn't know what that meant in general. Like I didn't wasn't a band or anything. He's like, "No, he 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 got first chair. Like he's he's doing he did something great. So this is just our way of like, you know, he's it's he's hazing him. It's one of us now." I was like, "Are you kid? Is this are you okay with this? And the kid's like, Ugh, I mean, it's gross, but like I'm part of the team. And like, this is the dumbest shit. You all have fun. <laughs> I just left. It was because, <laughs> like, what do you do after that? Like, both parties are consenting to this, and it looks terrible. But yeah, I remember like that's always just in my mind of rounding that corner and seeing somebody I knew doing something really awful. And I'm like, what is, or what I, I perceived as awful, but apparently between them was just, just some cajoling. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Isn't this nice? Isn't this a good time? It may have been a marching band instead. Um, Cause I don't know if like orchestral band did stuff like that. You can't um, kink shame though. I guess not. I, I mean, not in this case at least. But I am now because I thought that was really fucking strange. That is, yeah, like, and so bold too to like just be doing that out in the open. Like it's just a full on squat over this kid's head, and they're like, it's like, and I mean, upset, but not protesting. I was like, come on, we're all better than this. I would think, but apparently not. Man, like, if you were ba- like, if you're in band. Like, I would imagine you have to, like, practice super hard. That way you can avoid being the second chair and getting farted on by other people. Like, But here, this kid, he did so well that he got farted on. Like, that's the reward. Like, hey, congratulations. Now get over here. Get under this butt. Prepare to smell the worst. Yeah, that's really, like, I could imagine that happening. Like, I mean, maybe I'm being stereotypical here. I mean, I guess I am. But, like, I can imagine that happening, like, on the baseball team, the football team. Like, ah, you're the second string. You're going to get farted on by everybody. Uh, but orchestra kids, I think, would be above it. But then again, maybe in football and stuff, it's, like, way worse. There's probably, like, ookie cookies and bullshit like that going on. In oh, there. God. Oh, yeah. And like, that stuff I I never heard about and I probably never will. But it was also, like, part of that experience for as ugly as it was, I was just like, I am so glad I'm not in marching band. If this is what kind of shit goes down, 
Yeah, man. The secret underbelly of marching band where you get farts yeah. right in your face. Or like any organizations like that would require some sort of hazing like this. This was before like hazing was a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Like kids were dying from hazing or whatever. Um, there were a few news stories about it like what, six years ago? Yeah. I remember there was like a lot of protests going on at the University of Dayton for a while because of it. Yeah. So I was pretty thrilled to not have to be a part of any of that stuff. That's understandable. And, you know, oddly enough, uh, luckily enough for you, uh, it was like right before you joined Pool Party Radio that we stopped doing the hazing. Like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I mean, you and Jono had some horror stories because it was just yeah. the two of you. So why would you be hazing each other like <laughs> so horribly? Yeah, it was weird. We uh, actually Rusty from Junk Food Dinner, the original host of Junk Food Dinner. <laughs> he was on Pool Party Radio for a little bit before you joined up. And like that uh-huh. was why he quit Pool Party is because we were hazing him so hard, just farting right in his face. That and his name is Rusty. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it wasn't just the hazing, you have to admit. It was also that his name was Rusty. Like, OK, let's do this because your name is. Is goofy. Yeah. Your name's Rusty. Get over here. We're going <laughs> to fart right in your face for fun. <laughs> what was your ugly? My ugly is that one time in eighth grade, I was wrestling. Like We were all getting together to wrestle in the front yard. Me, my little brother, you know, some of his friends, a couple of my friends. You know how you do. You mm-hmm. get out there and you play. You play like you're wrestlers. And uh, my brother, like, completely, like... He gave me like a five-star frog splash, and I uh, took it wrong, as you might imagine, um, because we're not trained professional wrestlers. Right. And right. my arm totally just snapped in half. Oh, my God. It was real gross. Like, you remember that scene in Total Recall where, like, the taxi driver takes off his glove, and then he's got, like, that weird hand that's, like, all crooked? Yeah. It's like his arm, like, bends, like, four different ways. Like, that's what it looked like. Like, it was, like, a straight... Oh. 90 degree angle just down oh god it was see this kind of stuff makes me nauseous i've never broken a bone before and that's one thing i i do have like a phobia of yeah it's i've broken a few and like i think after that i mean i well uh, there was a lot of wrestling going on i guess after that but uh like now i couldn't imagine doing it like if somebody was like hey you want to skateboard i'd be like fuck no i don't want to break a bone like it's horrifying (laughs) Yeah, it's more like that. Like, I'm not, I realize that this shit kind of happens, but I really don't want it to happen. I think that's, that's my main thing. Yeah. Just so damn costly. Like, how would you afford to break a bone? Yeah. Well, how long did it take to heal? Forever. Um, really? Is it still healing as we speak? No, it's good now. Um, but this happened at like the beginning of the year. Uh, I had to go, they pumped me like full of morphine. And like they had to like reset it, like so they had to put it in traction and like just like grab it with two hands and like wiggle it around to get the bones back in place. And the whole time they were doing that, uh, my stepdad, to his credit, this was the one thing he was cool for. Uh, like he was just handing me twenty dollar bills the whole time. (laughs) Oh my, (laughs) this is rad. That is the best medicine. (laughs) Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, so I had to get a cast and the cast stayed on for like ever and ever and ever. I think it took like nine months to fully heal. And, but the bummer was that while it was still on, like I moved. So that was another weird part about 
moving to a new city is, oh, you're a new kid with a weird cast. Like, this is weird. And, um, but also, like, my mom had moved away and, like, broke up with my stepdad. So, like, we didn't have insurance anymore. So, like, we had to get one of my mom's friends in Virginia to, like, cut it open with a box cutter to, like, because, like, we couldn't afford to, like, go to the doctor to get my cast off. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that was, like, kind of a weird thing. And, like, not knowing for sure if it was, like, fixed. But it turned out it was. And, uh, man, like, I mean, you're pretty – it's, like, a thing I look back on fondly, but it's also, like, really super gross. It's, like, one of those things. But, like, um, you don't know the exquisite pleasure and pain of this because you've never had a broken bone. But the cast smell is excruciating. And there's – no other smell. It's like it's like living flesh that is just rotting away. Ugh. And like when my cast came off, it was like my skin was all white and like it was like it looked like how Mr. Burns probably looks in real life. Like there was no hair on it anymore. <laughs> um and you know, just horrible. Like I mean it was uh it was really 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 gross, but like Every once in a while, my brain will remember this putrid smell of castness, and uh, I'll get really happy. Like it's like one of those kind of things. But, huh. uh, but yeah, I broke my arm. It was cool. When you mention your stepdad just handing you twenty dollars bills uh, like an ATM, <laughs> it <laughs> reminds me of like um, when I was getting my teeth pulled because it was like four different sessions, and it. It took a considerable amount of time because uh, they had roots on them and stuff. So you had to like um, use local anesthetic uh, around the teeth, and then it would just be all the the arm work. I think I just remember that dentist like putting his weight into it to get these things out. Mm, yeah, um, real real hardcore stuff. But with the uh, with local anesthetic stuff, like I was fine. Um, and they said I could bring in like any VHS movies I wanted. Uh, I mean, that's was primarily available at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought in Godard. I brought in Godard. Yeah, I'm like, I want to watch. I want to watch young people in love and in uh, running from the law. That's what I want right now. <laughs> and no, I was really into like slapstick comedies at the time. So I brought in like uh, Airplane, um, Johnny Dangerously. I had that. Uh, there's some Mel Brooks films. I think definitely not Blazing Saddles. Mm, can't watch that uh, at a dentist's office. Can't watch it. No, too much uh, stopping and whatnot. But it would be um, it's problematic. They say the word "dumb" in that movie, which you can't get away with in 30 years. So, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he also had oh shit. I think it was like History of the World Part One, maybe. Nice. That was a pretty good one. It was whatever, like, usually if it was on Comedy Central around that time, because they just fill their Sundays with, like, oh, here's some cheap-ass movies that nobody's really watching. Um, but I ended up getting, like, a few of them on VHS. There was something else, too. It was, like, a collection of music videos or something, but I don't know. Were you not afraid of laughing while the guy was, like, doing surgery to your mouth? I had seen these so often that I, <laughs> like... I knew what parts were funny to me, but they didn't necessarily make me laugh. They were just comfortable to watch. So I didn't have a problem. But the but the guy who was working on my teeth, um, 
he was pretty focused. It was really like the the aides, the uh, uh, dental assistants. Like they would, some of them who'd be passing by this area because it, it was towards the back and it was open area for this large space um, where they were doing this. So people would like pass through every so often, and some of them would like stop and watch some of the film and like get a kick out of it. Uh, so they were laughing. I remember a few people during um, the the uh, flashback sequence of airplane where it's they're playing like staying alive in it. There's that disco scene mm-hmm. at the uh, at the rough and tough bar. Um, some of the uh, nurse assistants were or dental assistants were uh, mock disco dancing to it, and, like getting a kick out of it. I would be too afraid of laughing. Like when I got my dealies out, wisdom teeth out. Yeah, they were. I was like, "Can I listen to like my headphones?" And they're like, "Yeah, go for it." And I was like too afraid of laughing, so I didn't listen to the Adam Carolla podcast. So instead, I had to listen to the Mark Maron podcast. Oh, you got your wisdom teeth out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> That's very good. Well, thank you. But yeah, it was like okay. right when like podcasts were starting. It was like six. Oh, or okay. Years. I thought you were just setting it up for that particular joke. No, uh, well. But- it- <laughs> That's pretty recent then. That was what I was originally going to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that the joke was fun for you, but like that was really what I had to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was totally put in, I I had like laughing gas or whatever that is. Um, when I got my wisdom teeth out and like one of the last things I remember was getting really disappointed with myself because I was living the cliche. I was like, oh, this is so cliche. I've had laughing gas and I'm laughing. Because, like, <laughs> it's the point. It's the fucking point of it. Yeah. And then I started laughing at how stupid I sounded. <laughs> so, like, I remember one of the nursing assistants saw me grinning and like, oh, you feeling all right? And I'm like, I had that thought. I frowned. And I was like, nah, I'm being an idiot. And I started laughing. <laughs> like, so I frowned <laughs> and then I started laughing. He's like, all right, looking good. Uh, actually, I think that that's why you got one of your nicknames from, uh, you know, <laughs> juicing up on that laughing gas and having your head in the clouds, Mr. Frisbee. Oh, cumulus Frisbee, they call me. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's how you got it. That's how I got my Twitter name, too. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, I think we're about ready to make those announcements because we're at the end of the show, aren't we? Yeah, let's talk about Twitter. Yep. Well, that was the eighth grade wrap-up of Good, Bad, the Ugly. Um, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, you can find us at PoolPartyRadio.com. That's where all our old episodes are, uh, archived and whatnot with episode summaries, links to other fun shows that we like and or are on. Now for Parker, you can find his junk food dinner. And for me, it's Satuichi the Blind Podsman. Um, check those out if you like movie-centric shows. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pool party radio. Uh, we talk about podcast town. That's a thing. If any of that sounded interesting to you at all, uh, just do a search for podcast town. You will probably regret it as people were discussing this past week. Um, or not. You may enjoy it. Yeah. Who knows? It's Who knows? Also, thanks to Wayne for doing the news and, yes. uh, listen to Wayne's podcast. It's called podcast mania. It's, infuriatingly hard to Google or find on a podcast player, but if you're good enough to find it, go for it. Podcast Mania.
Cool. Um, you can email us, poolpartyradio at gmail.com. We love getting those emails. Uh, let us review your dads. Um, mm-hmm. That's what we've been doing. We found some pretty good dads. We want to meet your dad. Uh, just let us do this one thing, please. Yeah. Send in those <laughs> such a weird plea. Uh, also, oh, sorry, you're going to say something about that? Oh, yeah. Just send in those dads. I like seeing them. They make me sure. happy. Sure. Sure thing. And also, uh, iTunes, whatever your player is, rate and review us. Uh, however you're listening to us, we appreciate that. And you can find us on Twitter. It's at Final Parker, at Cumulus Frisbee. Believe that's all. That's about all of it. That's the thick and thin of it. Yep. So uh, until next time in two weeks. Uh, oh, in two weeks, my man Jackson will be here to talk about ninth grade. Action Jackson. He is the director of the hit movie Beyond the Gates. Uh, yes. That actually tomorrow uh, we are recording an audio commentary for the Junk Food Dinner Kids. Oh, nice. That's going to It's going to be on the Blu-ray. So buy that Blu-ray. He was on an episode of Junk Food Dinner 2, right? Like two, a couple months ago? Two episodes, yeah. He was on one a few months ago and one like two weeks ago or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so check those out. And uh, yeah, so until two weeks from now when we return for that, this is Parker 4 Cumulus saying thanks for having fun. All right.